Section twelve of the Ingoldsby Legends, first series. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Ingoldsby Legends, first series, by Richard Harris Barham. Section twelve. Respect for the feelings of an honourable family, nearly connected with the Ingoldsbys, has induced me to veil the real sponsorial and patronymic appellations of my next hero under a sobriquet interfering neither with rhyme nor rhythm. Footnote. Pack o' nonsense. Everybody as belongs to him is dead and gone, and everybody knows that the poor young gentleman's real name wasn't sobriquet at all, but Hampton Pye, Esquire, and that one of his uncles or cousins used to make verses about the king and the queen, and had a sack of money for doing it every year, and that's his picture in the blue coat and little gold-laced cocked hat that hangs on the stairs over the door of the passage that leads to the blue room sobriquet but there the squire wrote it after dinner elizabeth botherby End footnote. i shall merely add that every incident in the story bears on the face of it the stamp of veracity and that many persons of honour in the county of berks who well recollected sir george rook's expedition against gibraltar would if they were now alive, gladly bear testimony to the truth of every syllable. Legend of Hamilton Tye The captain is walking his quarter-deck, with a troubled brow and a bended neck. One eye is down through the hatchway cast, the other turns up to the truck on the mast. Yet none of the crew may venture to hint, our skipper hath gotten a sinister squint. The captain again the letter hath read, which the bumboat woman brought out to Spithead. Still since the good ship sailed away, he reads that letter three times a day. Yet the writing is broad and fair to see, as a skipper may read in his degree. And the seal is as black and as broad and as flat as his own cockade in his own cocked hat. He reads and he says as he walks to and fro, Curse the old woman, she bothers me so. He pauses now for the topman hail. On the larboard quarter, a sail, a sail. That grim old captain he turns him quick, and bawls through his trumpet for hairy-faced Dick. The breeze is blowing, huzzah, huzzah. The breeze is blowing, away, away. The breeze is blowing, a race, a race. The breeze is blowing, we near the chase. Blood will flow and bullets will fly. Oh, where will be then young Hamilton tie? On the foeman's deck, where a man should be, With his sword in his hand and his foe at his knee. Coxswain or boatswain or reefer may try, But the first man on board will be Hamilton tie. Hairy-faced Dick hath a swarthy hue, Between a gingerbread nut and a Jew. And his pigtail is long and bushy and thick, like a pump handle stuck on the end of a stick. Hairy faced Dick understands his trade. He stands by the breech of a long cannonade. The linstock glows in his bony hand, waiting that grim old skipper's command. The bullets are flying, huzzah, huzzah! The bullets are flying, away, away! The brawny boarders mount by the chains, And are over their buckles in blood and in brains. On the foeman's deck where a man should be, 
Young Hamilton Tye waves his cutlass high, And Capitaine Crapaud bends low at his knee. Hairy-faced Dick, linstock in hand, Is waiting that grim-looking skipper's command. A wink comes sly from that sinister eye, Hairy-faced Dick at once lets fly, And knocks off the head of young Hamilton Tye. There's a lady sits lonely in bower and hall, Her pages and handmaidens come at her call. Now haste ye, my handmaidens, haste and see, How he sits there and glowers with his head on his knee. The maidens smile, and her thought to destroy, They bring her a pale little mealy-faced boy, And the mealy-faced boy says, Mother dear, Now Hamilton's dead, I've a thousand a year. The lady has donned her mantle and hood. She is bound for shrift at St. Mary's Rood. Oh, the taper shall burn and the bell shall toll, And the mass shall be said for my stepson's soul, And the tablet fair shall be hung on high, Orate pro anima Hamilton tie. Her coach and four draws up to the door, With her groom and her footman and half a score more, the lady steps into her coach alone. They hear her sigh and they hear her groan. They close the door and they turn the pin. But there's one rides with her that never stepped in. All the way there and all the way back. The harness strains and the coach springs crack. The horses snort and plunge and kick. Till the coachman thinks he is driving old Nick. And the grooms and the footmen wonder and say, what makes the old coach so heavy to-day? But the mealy-faced boy peeps in and sees A man sitting there with his head on his knees. Tis ever the same, in hall or in bower, Wherever the place, whatever the hour, That lady mutters and talks to the air, And her eye is fixed on an empty chair. But the mealy-faced boy still whispers with dread, She talks to a man with never a head. There's an old yellow admiral living at Bath, As grey as a badger, as thin as a lath, And his very queer eyes have such very queer leers, They seem to be trying to peep at his ears. That old yellow admiral goes to the rooms, And he plays long whist, but he frets and he fumes, For all his knaves stand upside down, And the jack of clubs does nothing but frown. And the kings and the aces, and all the best trumps, Get into the hands of the other old frumps, While close to his partner a man he sees, Counting the tricks with his head on his knees. In Ratcliffe Highway there's an old marine store, And a great black doll hangs out of the door. There are rusty locks and dusty bags, And musty files and fusty rags, and a lusty old woman called Thirsty Nan, And her crusty old husband's a hairy-faced man. That hairy-faced man is sallow and wan, And his great thick pigtail is withered and gone, And he cries, Take away that lubberly chap, That sits there and grins with his head in his lap. And the neighbours say as they see him look sick, What a rum old covey is hairy-faced Dick, that admiral lady and hairy-faced man may say what they please and may do what they can but one thing seems remarkably clear they may die to-morrow 
or live till next year ; but wherever they live, or whenever they die, They'll never get quit of young Hamilton Tighe. 1 Contents BIBLIOGRAPHIC RECORD Previous Article